This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Fuck you, John Thorpe. There's a podcast called Power You. Where I email into these two Jews. Got a problem? Well, they can get me by. Won't you please just give me some advice? There's a place on the corner of Cherry Street That I used to go get stuff to eat Kissed the weather, but wait, he was a guy Take and a man, does this make me buy? Yeah. Do you know what that was? It was a yellow card cover. That's right. Ocean Avenue parody. Indeed. You know, I like of all of the pop punk in the world that I love, I never got into yellow card. You know, it's funny you say that because my college roommate of three years, Pavla, shout out to Pavla, was so into yellow card. No. And I think it was mostly younger fans at the time. Like it was like she had this huge crush on the lead singer. And I still remember his name because of that. Ryan Key. Ryan Key. Yeah, which is a great name for a front man of a pop punk band in 2002. He called Yellow Card, <laughs> the violinist. Uh, and she was so into Yellow Card that she like started meeting people from a Yellow Card message board. No, no way. Yeah, I think No she... <laughs> way. Bobby, no. I think she even like made some lifelong friends from the Yellow Card message board. Well, I guess that's nice. Remember, I guess that's nice as long as they've bonded uh, uh, about something outside of yellow card. Remember message boards? Just the idea of message boards. My my original, the first time I ever like used chat rooms was an Offspring message board. Yeah, from, from yeah for the band Offspring. But it wasn't because like I liked Offspring. It was just because that was the only place that I could find a chat room. Yeah. So for those of you who are under the age of thirty, message boards were like the internet, but before any social media. 
It was kind of like Omegle, actually. Yeah. So instead of like having a Facebook or a MySpace that you said, oh, I like this stuff. Let me find some like-minded people that also do. It was a website that was a message board that you said, oh, I can't wait to see Offspring in Oakland. And then other people can chime in and say, yeah, I'll go to that show with you. Yeah. I guess that's like what the internet was good for back in the day. And now it's just a whole goddamn mess. I wonder if Instagram killed message boards. Uh, I, I feel like they were dead before Instagram came around, right? God, I miss But message. like message boards still sort of exist. There are still message boards. I remember like on AOL, you can access like alt.usenet. It's like pre pre internet message boards where I would like post stuff. I don't even understand the what it was, but it was like text only non website message boards that you can like. I was chatting with like other Conan O'Brien fans in like 1997. Wow, that's I mean that's early. I feel like maybe it was like 1998. I was just trying to cyber with people in the Offspring <laughs> chat. Does any fuck it? Does anybody just want a cyber? I don't even like offspring. It was all twelve-year-olds all pretending to be nineteen, <laughs> all cybering with each other. Smash the album is good, but I'd rather just smash you. <laughs> I wish I was that clever. <laughs> uh, so this guy was Jackson, aka at Jance One underscore on Instagram. The third installment of a pop punk parody, also calling out my friend. Uh, John Thorpe, who's honestly a herb. His band is Club Paradise, and they released their latest singer, Closer, on all platforms. You can find it on streaming. Follow us at This Is Club Paradise. Okay. And he'll take one request from each of us. Oh, like we can give him a song that we want him to to make a cover of? Yeah. Can you name another song that you want him to cover yeah dude i was so fucking into the starting line that was like my do you remember the starting line did you ever did you ever listen to them is that another yellow card song no no it's that's a band i was never on their message board um there god let me see there's there's a lot of good oh the best of me yeah you know that song you know the best of me the best the best of me no not even close dude (laughs) We got older, but we're still young. You can have the best of me. <laughs> no, no, I don't know oh, that. Uh, it's it's so good. Have we have we have we done an L- <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think it's good. I don't remember now. <laughs> it definitely felt good at the time. Have we done an El Scorcho yeah. Weezer? Have we ever done an El Scorcho parody? Uh, that uh, that transcends pop punk. I think we have done that though. People have done that for us. Yeah, that's as close as I can get to loving pop punk. Doing El Scorcho. You fucking love pop. That's not true. You love pop punk. Yeah, but I never got as into it as you. Yeah, who did? Uh, Usenet news groups. That's what I was on. That's what I'm looking up. I'm just like trying to jog my memory here. If anybody was on that Conan O'Brien Usenet news group, hit me up. <laughs> it's been 30 years, but I'm down to hang. They're all, they're all dead now, man. <laughs> of course. Uh, all right. Thank you. At Jance under at Jance one underscore. Can you have an underscore at the end of your handle? I feel like that's kind of a cheat. I, I mean, I really appreciate everything this guy's done for us, but that's too many plugs. <laughs> He's he gave us his uh, his fucking band. 
his Instagram, his friend's band, their single, and their Instagram? Yeah, no, that's just his like, personal what are, we, what are we all supposed to do here? Okay, that's just too much. It's, yeah, I mean, he gave us like a nice little like six minutes of content at the top. We talked about Yellow Card. He made an original song for us. And I wanted to do the best of me. Trust me, I wanted <laughs> yeah, to do the best of me. Yeah, you also have a request but it's just, for future work. I mean, his Instagram, the band's single, <laughs> his friend's Instagram... His band's Instagram. Yeah, sorry. I'm... And then I think it was his his freaking Facebook page and a GoFundMe. No, no you're making that And then that a link to part. a Kickstarter that he's doing. <laughs> We've spent more time making fun of him now than promoting his stuff. All right, fine. Do you appreciate the underscore at the end of the Instagram handle? I feel like that shouldn't be possible. Uh, I mean, it's definitely possible. I feel like that's... It's it's obviously for somebody that doesn't care if they have followers or not. Yeah, because you can't tell someone, my name is at Jake, four underscores. Yeah, no, that's just not going to happen. But I've seen people do cool stuff with underscore where it like it looks interesting. And if you, you know, if your name is searchable, then it'll that'll show up. Would you rather have at Jake Hurwitz on Instagram or at Jake underscore on Instagram? Uh, I think Jake Hurwitz. Okay, what about at Jake Hurwitz or at J- underscore Jake? That at underscore Jake sounds awful. I would not want that at all. All right, what about at Jake Hurwitz or at J underscore ache underscore herbitch 69 underscore. I want herbitch underscore. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. I feel like I could still get that one too. Uh, we got a few minor updates before we get into the questions. Um, so updates on what? Two weeks ago, you asked to be someone's godfather. Oh. Oh my God. Last week, Rhiannon, uh, pronounced Rhiannon, I'm getting, uh, said, uh, sorry, Rhiannon's mother said, you can be my daughter's godfather. That's <laughs> sick. Okay. You said, yeah. I want to see photos of her before I commit. And it wasn't, but it wasn't like, I want to see photos to see if she's, that's, that makes me sound like so fucking weird. Yeah, which I called that, called you out on. I said, you wanted right. to make sure that she looked Aryan or some shit to No, you. I did not. That's insane that you would fucking suggest that. Anyway, this lady... Katie says, I freaked out when you read my email. Never dreamed you'd see it, let alone read it on the pod, which is fair. Maybe we shouldn't have at all. A lady named Katie. <laughs> That's right. Um, but here is my daughter. And then she sent us photos. Do you see this photo of this sweet Rhiannon? Excuse me. Oh, she's beautiful. Oh, my God. Rhiannon. Are you ready to commit yet? Or do you want to see maybe like a video? She's got... <laughs> She's fucking, she's wrapped up in a fox blanket. She's on the couch. She's drinking a baba. She's watching TV. Fuck yeah, dude. We can hang. Oh, and here she is in the, she's like at the park. She's got a dress. She has big heart sunglasses. Uh, Yeah, I'm in. Can I be, I can be this, <laughs> I can be Rhiannon's godfather. Actually, let's, let's ask for a video so you can hear her voice. Maybe she has a dumb voice. No, I don't need a video. I'm like, in. You don't want to commit yet. You're talking about my fucking goddaughter. <laughs> right now I was just, she might have a dumb voice i was just joking man i mean i'm sure no you just made a dumb choice <laughs> what you shouldn't you shouldn't make fun of my flesh and blood like that even if she was your goddaughter it wouldn't be your flesh and blood family is a blood bond <laughs> it doesn't matter if we actually share the blood right that is my flesh and blood. you don't okay yes <laughs> yes it does matter that's exactly what flesh and blood means that you share the blood you can't say it doesn't matter if we share the blood. She's don't, my flesh and blood. Don't tell me I don't. She's not your flesh and blood. Don't, don't tell me that my goddaughter is not my flesh and blood. Yes, that's okay? what I'm saying. Your goddaughter is your goddaughter, which is a nice bond, a great bond, a spiritual connection. But she's not your flesh and blood. 
That's reserved for actual relatives. I'm sorry. This, you're talking about my ancestors. <laughs> no, okay. No, I'm not. Yes. No, I'm not. Yes. Yes, you <laughs> are. My my heir. Yeah, great grandfather or something is your ancestor. Okay. Okay. Well, look, this is my family. No. Straight fr- fruit from the family tree. I'll give you. You better believe yeah, it. I'll give you family, but you can't specify flesh and blood. You're pissed or something. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to an, I'm one thing. An, <laughs> I'm pissed. Another. You're talking about Rhiannon, my daughter. Another non-question email we got. Uh, something it says uh, Jake needs to see this, and it was an ad. I don't know if you saw this. I forwarded it to you. Oh, so, it's an ad for a, a, a tube that lets you piss inside of thinner water bottles while you drive. Yes. Okay. So here, I, somebody's been sending. Uh, somebody sent me something like this on Instagram. Also, yeah, it's like this plastic this, tube. It's thick at the top, so you can stick your dick in it, and then it curves down with a with a tiny little thin funnel that you can attach to a water bottle. Right. It's a funnel. It's a long funnel with a hose. <laughs> this is. Okay, so this product is stupid because because your dick is the hose. You don't need a second hose. It this thing is like put your penis in this hose. This hose goes into a bottle. Your penis is the hose. Your penis goes into the bottle. This is adding an extra step. Now you have two things that are also you have two things covered in piss in your car, and the bottle doesn't have and this the funnel doesn't have a cap. The bottle at least has a cap. It doesn't smell once you cap it. <laughs> I guess it's like a way of pissing. <laughs> it's a way of pissing inside the bottle, but a little cleaner. Because the way you do it, you need to get a Gatorade bottle, and there might be some well, yeah, splash. This one, this one has the guy pissing into a regular like Poland spring bottle, which does have too too thin of an opening. But I don't think you need all of this accoutrement. There's a splash guard and, too. I mean, God forbid, you obviously can't use this one while you're driving. Yeah, this guy's this There's, guy's there, in the backseat. You can't improve upon the Gatorade bottle. You can't improve upon the Gatorade bottle. Somebody sent me one thing that was close, and I'll tell you what it was. <laughs> it was a friggin' Martinelli's glass apple. It was actually kind of what this thing is, which is like that little, that hose. It looks like a little accordion. Yeah. But this thing, it could scrunch up, and it was like a kind of little, like a little disc. And then you unscrunch it, it's the accordion. You piss directly into that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So you're saying the bottle slash accordion is all one product. It's all one product. You do not need an intermediary between your dick the and and the bottle. Like the penis should go directly into the bottle. There's no need for a funnel. Like pee into the bottle, not pee into a thing, then into the bottle. Why would you do that? And I don't want to get too crass because I know my goddaughter listens to this podcast. <laughs> I don't think she listens. I don't think she listens to this. Re- trust me, Rhiannon is allowed to listen to the show. <laughs> She's a big girl. <laughs> don't worry about yeah, that's Rhiannon, her parents' okay? decision. Yeah. That's her flesh okay, and blood well, decision. Don't tell me how to raise my girl. All right? <laughs> You're not raising her. <laughs> don't tell me how to raise my fucking girl. <laughs> I think you're kind of misunderstanding what goddaughter means. You think you're raising this child. No, I am God. I am God, and this is my daughter, and I appreciate that. Thank you. The guy in um, the guy in this funnel demo is not holding the bottle. I should say that's a very precarious situation he's in. Yeah, I mean, this is obviously a photo op. He's not, there's no chance that he's peeing. You can't just put your dick into this hose and like pee straight up. Like you, this is not how peeing in the car looks, and that's coming from somebody who has peed in the car easily a thousand times you know what this is this guy is pulled over and now he's in his back seat so car's not moving 
the water bottles on the floor and he's got some more room to entertain this idea and obviously if you're gonna do that then you might as well just piss onto the side of the road because like what you're what this dude is doing here in this photo is just collecting pee for some reason (laughs) maybe it's like i pee the bottle out of absolute necessity yeah but it's if it's like a crowded area and you don't want to piss on the side of the road yeah i mean i don't want to piss on the side of the road but like the way this guy is he's in the back seat it looks like it's it's just or you know what it probably is he's in a lift (laughs) (laughs) so so this guy's like ubering somewhere and stop and go and he's like gets into a lift with like a messenger bag it's like excuse me do you mind i don't even think you ask i think you just sort of whip out your hog slide it into the funnel and and go to town and be like sorry i know i should be i should be gripping the bottle to make sure it doesn't spill but can you drive a little smoother (laughs) if you're a real pro your dick is always in the funnel and then you're just putting the funnel into the into a bottle whenever you see one. Yeah. But you should always have your dick in the funnel, and you can direct the pee anywhere. And you're not your penis isn't exposed because it's only pee coming from a funnel. Do you think a funnel is called that because it's a fun tunnel? Um, yeah, I do. Yeah, I think funnel is a fun tunnel, that's, and I think that's I would imagine that's why that word is called that. That's cool. Yeah, because they're usually like brightly colored and like funny. Do you shit. think the chun the channel in England is called the channel because it's a chill tunnel? Yeah, that's why that's called the channel. So there's a channel, right. there's a, tu- a funnel, and then there's tunnels. Why do you think they call it a tunnel? A tunnel is probably because it's a timid little channel. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> so, so the tun yeah, so the tunnel is a, is a channel, but it's a little shy about. Yeah, it. so it's a timid. The timid tunnel. It's, a, it's like a tight funnel, so like a tunnel for mm-hmm. short. Cool. Uh, all right, let's get to a real question for Christ's sakes. It's about time. Uh, we'll call this lady Rhiannon because I guess she's your daughter now. That's right. Loved. Where I wonder, uh, Katie, if you're listening, uh, let us know where you live. <laughs> yeah, because you have you'll, you'll never you might not ever meet Rhiannon. She might live like it'd be, far it'd away. be nice to invite him to a live show sometime if we do one near them and I can meet my goddaughter. That's a four year old at the live show. All right. Uh, I recently don't tell me how to raise my fucking kid. All right. <laughs> I didn't tell you shit. She can go to a live show. It's fun. It's fun. Okay. No, it's a good time. I'm saying it's not. We'll keep it light. It's we don't have to. It doesn't have to get too crass. <laughs> yes, it does. I'm not going to be a. It always gets crass, and this this girl's four. Okay. All right. Easy does it. She's <laughs> she's not four. She's like three, but fine. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Rannon writes, I met this guy in school who's taken an interest in me, and I have no desire to reciprocate. He didn't seem like a bad guy, and uh, just not particularly interesting. I've answered his texts and engaged in small talks when I happened to run into him, though only out of politeness. Yesterday, he texted me for TV recommendations and revealed in the process that he has a true unadulterated love for Charlie Sheen and his new show, as well as Two and a Half Men. He finds both to be genuinely funny, which I find concerning. He also called Game of Thrones stupid, as well as just House MD for being uninteresting. I feel horribly disinclined to even keep up any contact now. However, due to social circles and clubs, it's inevitable that I run into this guy at least once in a while, and he asks me to hang out more than once. How do I let things fade away without directly crushing him? Also... Would you date someone who has a dissimilar interest in the TV that you watch? Thanks. Love, Rhiannon. Uh, so I don't think we need to tell her how to dis, like, fade away from someone. You can just sort of stop talking to them. Yeah. 
tell them to leave you alone. I mean, especially like this guy has a, he has like an interest in her and she doesn't want to have anything to do with him. So she should definitely not feel bad that he also doesn't share her TV. Yeah. Interests. My question is, would you date somebody who has TV taste that's so dissimilar from your own? I don't, uh, it's, it's sort of a loaded question, you know, cause because yes, I would date somebody that had different TV tastes, but it would kind of depend what they are. Like, I know smart people that like trashy reality television. Yeah. And even though I don't like watching reality TV, I'm like not going to knock them for having a, a guilty pleasure. That's right. But like if if somebody is like thinks all of the critically acclaimed shows that I like are stupid and loves Charlie Sheen... I would imagine that we have less in common, like beyond TV, you know? Yeah, it's tough because like guilty pleasures are one thing, like you say, like The Bachelor. I know a lot of like genuinely funny, nice, interesting, smart people that just enjoy the competition aspect of those shows or like watching it almost like as a sociological experiment. Uh, And then there's stuff like, oh, I don't get like that's different to me than like i don't like succession or game of thrones or breaking bad or calling them stupid like why don't you like them do you not understand them or are you like beyond them i want to know what you don't like and then liking like network tv shows like big bang theory and right two and a half men what does that say i think that would be more my line than like reality tv shows like if somebody liked really broad shitty network comedy (laughs) if they just liked new nbc lineups like they just loved all of the new uh network television sitcoms i think i would be like more more unnerved than if they liked reality tv and stuff yeah and then i'd also be upset if they like didn't like shows like succession and game of thrones and some of my like all-time faves the wire yeah I know my girlfriend loves Game of Thrones and I found it boring and that's like a source of tension. Like, how could you not like that show? And I'm like, I don't know. I guess I just didn't find it interesting. Yeah, I mean, Jill didn't like Game of Thrones either, but it wasn't really a source of tension. I mean, she just doesn't like fucking dragons. But she, that's I, not liking Game of Thrones, I think is more understandable than not liking Succession. Yeah. Succession is just such an amazing show. Yeah, I feel like it's objectively great. Yeah. Every episode is a gosh darn A. Like, there's not even, like, a boring scene. Every episode is so amazing. Like, story-wise alone, let alone the dialogue and, like, how everybody's acting and what it looks like. And the performances. Oh, my God. Yeah. Did you like the rap, the Kendall rap, L to the OG? Yeah. I'm. Wait, you mean, like, did I like it, like, as as a musical piece or as like a story thing. as a story thing uh yeah yeah i i agree that it was it seemed like it was maybe a little more for just the comedy of it than for the story but i think it still serves the purpose of the story yeah it seemed like for i mean it was hilarious but i was like would kendall really do that or are they just like rich people sometimes act crazy like this it felt like it was shoehorned into the his specific story yeah i don't think I don't think it fully is in Kendall's character, especially when like last episode he was shattered in the <laughs> yeah uh, in the kitchen of like the guy <laughs> who uh, he who he like sort of accidentally killed uh, house. Yeah, Arita said he went home that night and started <laughs> writing his cipher. Right, but I think that like story wise, you know, think about where Kendall needs to be right now. He's like completely kind of like losing control in. Uh, in drugs and uh, off off the rails again, 
And I think that scene served to show Logan like his kids don't get him, but Shiv does. Yeah. It's also funny that like eight minutes after that rap, he walked up to this his fling and was like, you said awesome a lot in front of my dad, which means you're you embarrassed stupid. Us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you put on a baseball jersey and rapped. You're the bigger embarrassment, dude. Yeah. It's hard to imagine like why Kendall, what, like wearing Kendall's head, uh, it's like dad will like this yeah if if you like he's been his he's been his dad's like agent his little <laughs> fixer this entire season yeah and then he does a weird rap but i also think that it's it's partly because of him sliding off the rails if i told you before the episode one of his sons in for his for on, to honor his father would perform a rap for him would you have guessed it was kendall roman or connor that would do it kendall would have been my last guess yeah. I would have been torn between Roman and Connor. <laughs> right. And Connor did something pretty stupid. <laughs> <laughs> the super dad, I super love you, super dad. I super love you, super dad. But that was like cringy and like seemingly a little bit more in Connor's character. And Shiv would never do it at all. Right. And she did not. <laughs> Which tracks. But I think I think more I, I well, it's it's weird to be like we get we give the show an A and now nitpick it, but hey, that's television. Yeah. I I think more like I was more confused why Rhea would throw this huge party for him in the first place. Yeah, well, she like, doesn't know him. She she doesn't know him like his kids do. But that just seems like such a strange leap for her to go out on. Yeah, like, a, a big swing. Yeah, just like and too big of a swing. She's like calculating and smart. That's what she showed in the last in the episode before this one, and then for her to like be like completely tone deaf in this one didn't quite and make then a lot of sense to me. It ended up winning her the job at the end. Did you think he was going to say Ray, or did you think he was going to say Shiv when he took that dramatic beat? I I knew he was going to say Raya because n- now they know that she someone has to take the fall, right for that other story, right? Um, all right, this should just Let's... become a succession podcast. Dude. <laughs> I wish. Sure, only 11% of the listeners actually watch the show, but it's still interesting for everybody. Yeah, I bet a lot of people hated what we just did. Don't add us. Uh, um, All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll answer some more questions after this. Later. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have 24/7 award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? boneheader.com boneheader it's like interesting that's pretty good yeah yeah it's like if you're a boneheaded person but you're doing a boneheader of move you know what i mean what about fitnessnah.com so it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness it's a movement about not going to the gym fitness it's nah. a it's an anti-movement really no, it's a non-movement that's movement a, is anti-movement yeah. one <laughs> 
Anti-movement. Uh, seems I'll like have it should to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti-movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitness nah. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a fitness <laughs> nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn. And I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most of it yours. Saving the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, Mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. And we're back. Jake, do you have any? Oh, it's a little We're going to have to change that out because it's a little crass and my goddaughter listens to this show. <laughs> Oh my God, Godmother, I'm coming. <laughs> no, easy, easy. <laughs> You're not even the Godmother. Cool it, cool it. <laughs> You're gonna have to cool it, bud. Pump the brakes there. Do you even know who her Godmother is? No, but I'm gonna have to. I, I guess I'm gonna have to be with her if anything happens to Rhiannon's mom. So we should figure that out. We should definitely meet. Somebody tweeted at me that said that that story we had about. Two godparents having to raise a child together is already a movie. I forget oh, what really? it's called. Yeah, interesting. That makes Oops. sense. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, oh yeah. All right. Wait. Two things. Well, I have unsolicited advice, but okay. Uh, unrelated, just because I was thinking you said that thing about movies, and you know, every once in a while you like see a movie that you're like, this would never get made today. Like yeah. Meet Joe Black is an example of a movie that just like doesn't make any sense 
for like it's just it's such a strange idea and in like the early 2000s or the late 90s it was just like yeah i guess brad pitt will do it so it'll be a movie yeah uh i saw the talented R- mr ripley last night have you ever seen that movie yeah i saw it like years ago brad pitt is in that one too is or matt damon. no no it's matt damon and jude law right it's a really good movie but there's just no world where it exists in in like modern day because it doesn't make any statement not really it's just like a, a strange journey with matt damon being a weirdo <laughs> <laughs> that's the log line but it's really fun to watch because matt damon and jude law are young and hot so yeah that's good not really my unsolicited advice though it's but, like a con man right some guy like pretends yeah, to yeah. be friends or pretends to be rich or something right but there's like no mo- motivation for him to do it you're just like why is this happening why is he suddenly being a con man all I remember is that somebody got killed on a boat, like got whacked in the face with an oar. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's such a, it's a really bizarre movie. Um, Any whom, my unsolicited advice is uh, physical therapy. Oh, whether you need it or not. Honestly, honestly, yeah, a little bit. If you have any pain, if you have pain, uh, it's probably due to like how you move and you should go check out a physical therapist's office and see what's what. It's almost like regular therapy. You don't have to be suffering to get some use out of it. Totally. And I confided in my physical therapist today, and they were not interested in yeah. the problems <laughs> You <I> opened <laughs> up. <laughs> I wept for 10 straight minutes. Well, that was because your back hurt. Yeah. So I uh, I pulled my back or something. I, fuck, I fucked up my back this weekend. Fucked Which happens right. to you like four times a year. Yeah, I believe it. So the last time it happened was in May. And before that, I think it had been a year. But it's twi- that's twice this year already. Yeah. Um, and it's, I guess it's it just feels like a pinch or like a quick pull, a pop. And then it's just like, I'm laid up for three days. You like, don't know what causes it. It's always something different. Like, sometimes it's really straightforward. Like, I'm climbing and I pull on something and I feel it in my back uh last in may i like lifted a kettlebell and it just i like felt a little pop right but like my back just seizes up i go into a hunch there's like a ton of nerve pain it feels like spasming just like crippling blinding shooting pain yeah uh, in in my back and this past weekend i believe there was not any like inciting incident but i played a lot of soccer on sunday or on Saturday with my dad and his like pickup soccer crew. Yeah, they beat you up. It's honestly, it's a bunch of like some guys are as young as like uh, there's some like Yale kids in their twenties, but most of the dudes are over forty. A lot of people in their fifties. I mean, my dad's in his sixties, and they run circles around me, and they also yell at me. I'm pretty bad, but I'm fat. <laughs> I'm not good, but I have a lot of heart. You're Rudy. I cover a lot of ground. Yeah. yeah. And that's, and like, because I'm bad at soccer, I have to run around a lot. I have to like be into, in, I'm, I cannot be fatigued. Indefatigable or infatigable? Indefatigable. I'll go indefatigable. I think it's indefatigable. Um, but I was feeling, my legs were just feeling super tight. My hip flexors are super tight. And then I was on Sunday just trying on a pair of pants and all, there was no pull, but just all of a sudden, my back just started like locking up. Ow! And on Monday, when I my sister came over to help me because I was I couldn't do shit, and the elevator, um, she was buzzing, and I couldn't even get to the door. When I finally got there, I like inched my way up. 
I let her in and I was in so much pain that I couldn't move. I couldn't walk back to the couch. I couldn't sit down. I couldn't even like get down. All I could do was stand still. And then eventually it was like seizing so bad that I fell on the ground. Oh my God. It was insane. That's awful. Truly insane. We had a doctor had to come to the house because I couldn't leave. <laughs> he put you down. He gave me a he gave me like a shot in my ass. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, Are my... you sure this was a doctor? <laughs> it was just a guy. <laughs> I ordered time postmates and he's like, I have an idea. <laughs> this is fucking insane, but hear me out. Does this dude give you a shot? And it he was trying to examine me and I could I was on my couch. I could not turn over. It was so painful that I couldn't turn over. Did he flick the needle? Doctors seem to do that before sticking needles up your ass. I was, if I know anything. It was I was in such blinding pain that I don't remember. It's a true it's truly I like blacked out. It was Did you cry? Um no, no, not I did not cry. But I like I yelled like guttural made like guttural sounds. You yeah. Know? I wonder like, if yelling crying would have helped. Probably. It would have been like a release. I was definitely depressed enough to cry on Sunday when it happened because like I I've been traveling so much and I was just like so looking forward to seven straight days in New York and like doing errands and getting stuff done and going on runs in the park. And then on Sunday I'm just like limping back to my apartment. And I was so dis- I was dejected down. Oh, no, <laughs> I was so sad. Um, but anyway, this morning I, uh, Jill had made an appointment with a physical therapist, and this lady she was like, just seeing all of the ways that I was moving. She was like, put your hands on your thighs and just like slide down, bend as far as you can, get down. I could like basically get to my mid thigh that I couldn't bend over at all. I was turning to the left and right. Um, she's like asking me where my pain was and then she just massaged my back and like rubbed, uh, put like, there's some kind of stone involved. Uh, she massaged my glutes and I got up and all of the pain was gone. She, you cheated on her. Jill. She she massaged my glutes and the doctor (laughs) gave me a shot in the ass. I ended up having a fucking three-way. Everyone's massaging people's asses. That's why I love physical therapy. <laughs> it was a fucking lemon party. No, but like, I mean, granted, today I, I was in way less pain. Today is Thursday, and this happened on Sunday, so I, I was already able to like stand upright and walk and stuff. But like, I was still very tight, and and this lady, I I asked, I was like, if I came in here on on Monday, like when it was the height of the pain, would you have been able to get this result? And she was like, we're closed on Monday. And then I was like, if you, if you, ha- if we met on Monday and she said, yes, I don't know. If wow. I, believe, I don't know if I believe her, but I, it's definitely worth a try if you have chronic pain or if you uh, pull your back like I did. It would have been so sad if you're like, if I came in on Monday and did this, would you have been able to help? And she says, we're closed on Monday. And then you had no follow-up questions. <laughs> Very good. That was a test to see if you knew your hours. I have no follow-ups. You caught such me. A, such a dry answer. It was, it <laughs> you know great. what I meant. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I'm like in fucking pain and you're being like a smart ass about it. Speaking of smart ass, will you inject my ass? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, but I, I, I really, I think physical therapy could be, could be the goat move, man. I wonder if I should do it. Do you have any chronic pain? Uh, no, but I can figure something out. Like um, maybe if I twist an ankle, or if like I sleep on my like a really bad pillow and my neck hurts and shit. Yeah, that's interesting. She did say that like your your body can get tight when it's like doing a lot of work to stabilize you in a way that should be like natural and taking minimal work, which which kind of makes sense to me. Like I feel like it all stems from my hurt feet and my balance is weird because of that and i walk weird because of that so like i i'm putting a lot of extra pressure on my body to just like hold myself together jesus so i'm like so now physical therapy is like is like the idea of retraining my body to just uh be like naturally strong yeah you think you'll be able to do that though i guess you're aren't you getting foot surgery yeah, I'm getting surgery in on November 26th. And right before surgery, you can also ask for the anesthesia to be administered through your ass. <laughs> I'm going to shut my... You know, I'm also getting my wisdom teeth out on November 5th. And I think what? Get, I'll get the shot for that on my ass as well. <laughs> it won't numb my gums, but at least I won't know where I'm sitting, whether it's on my ass or not. <laughs> I didn't know. I feel like you would have already had to get your wisdom teeth out, right? You know, that's the interesting thing. I have gotten my wisdom teeth out, but only on the right side. Huh. So your left side wisdom teeth is just... They're there. ...coming out? My... Yeah, it it was weird. I, like... I had pain on my right side, and I went to the dentist in Connecticut. Um, they removed my wisdom teeth, and I got, like, a follow-up check with, with like, the dent... With another dentist, and he's like why did they only do the right side? And I was like, I don't know. That's all they did. And he's like, and he was like mad at them. He's like, if you, if they put you under and like give you the surgery, they should just do everything. When did you do and that? When did you get your other wisdom teeth out? That was in 2013. Fun fact. That was one of me and Jill's like original dates. Really? I don't even remember you getting your wisdom teeth out. It happened just before we moved to New York. Really? Yeah. Wow, you must have, or sorry, moved to LA. I mean, you must have not complained. Uh, about it. Yeah, I probably, I guess I didn't. Uh, I guess complaining is sort of, sort of something I do now. Yeah, that's now good. that I'm 34. Wait, am I 34 that's or 30? Yeah, I'm 34, right? <laughs> oh, Jesus no, wait, Christ. No, I'm at 33 or 34. I don't know. You're bedridden, so maybe you're 94. I think I'm 34. <laughs> you think? I'm honestly not sure. 34. Of course you're 34. Your birthday was in 85. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. No, you don't. I know. You just tried to change your fucking birthday on the podcast thinking I, I wouldn't I'm, know. I think I'm 29, dude. I don't think so. feel like it. All right, here's another question we can answer. All right. Question made me laugh. I'm a 24-year-old guy. Do you know any 24-year-old guys? Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma writes, Nice. I'm a 24-year-old guy, and I've gotten a friendship problem I need some advice on. So I was recently moving out of my apartment and needed some help moving a couch. A friend of mine offered to help. However, on the day of, she didn't answer my call or text confirming if she'd still be able to help me. She texted me back three hours later and said, So sorry, my friend and I went on an unexpected shopping spree, LOL. Oh my god. We're about to eat, but I can totally help out afterwards if that works for you. It'd be funny if he called her bluff. Yeah, just waiting on you, so uh, whenever. After shopping spree, after you eat, I'll be here. 
Uh, at this point, I had asked a maintenance guy at my apartment to help because I had to be out of the apartment on a specific day and I couldn't afford to wait for her. It's she the asked next the maintenance day. guy to move it back in. <laughs> hey, She's I coming, I swear. Uh, it's the next day now and my question is, what do I do now? Do I tell her she did a sucky thing? After all, she's the one that offered to help. I wasn't even planning on asking her. Or do I just let it go? It's not like she can go back in time and help me out. P.S. We've only been friends for three weeks. Should that factor in at all? Weird. It's weird to have a friend for three weeks. Like, it's hard to know if somebody's your friend until it's like two years in. It's such a gradual fade. Well, here's a pretty solid test. Three weeks of friendship. She offers to move a couch and then doesn't show up and has a an abysmal excuse. She's shopping spreed instead. It's so weird. Like, moving a couch requires just two people. So if you don't show up, it's not like, oh, like, do you still need help? Like, that you were the only thing. <laughs> you were the help. You went on a shopping spree, LOL. And don't tell me that you didn't look at your phone for three hours, because that yeah. would be a world fucking record. No way. Nobody goes on such an insane s- spree that they don't <laughs> even look at their phone. Yeah, if anything, you look at your phone more, you're taking pictures, sending it to people, asking what they think of your spree. Yeah, you're waiting in line at when you're at, when you're at these stores, too. And that's prime phone time. Oh, yeah. And by the way, I'm. St- it's not like, oh, hey, sorry, I'm ready to come over. It's like... I went on a shopping spree, and now I'm going to eat, and I can still totally come after. I've done two things that I prioritized over helping you. Yeah. I, I, but I also wouldn't say, like, two, two theories. One, it's, it, it is the nascent stages of a friendship. Yeah, three weeks in. If this is the kind of thing that you want, you know, to establish that you don't like to be bailed on, that you want a dependable friend, maybe it's worth saying. But also, it's the nascent stages of a friendship, and it's kind of weird to get into a fight, you know? Yeah, you don't want to be like, you really disappointed me three weeks into the friendship. I don't know if our friendship can last the full six weeks now. Yeah, I think I would probably just be a little passive-aggressive. And like when she said, if that works for you, um, I would have just responded like, no, I'm all good. Or something oh, that's like good. that. You're like, something no, I'm all where good she would now. be like, is everything okay? And then you have to answer, yeah, it's fine. I'm just a little bummed you ditched me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you would. I would even answer. I would just like be curt, cut it off, say you don't need any help. And then I would imagine that she'll eventually apologize and say that she's sorry. And if she doesn't? Then I would probably hold a petty grudge for a long time (laughs) we'll call that strike one and see if she fucks up as a friend ever again but moving a couch is also a very difficult thing she never confirmed and you didn't really follow up well I, i guess i need to know the timeline i'd like to read all of the text messages here yeah see like was it like hey can you help me out october 29th and then like nothing else happened for three weeks it couldn't be that because they've only been friends for three weeks right I, I do want to know, like, the extent of, of the promise. Was it, like, a casual, like, yeah, if you need help, let me know. And then it's, like, day of. He's, like, hey, I, look, I need help. Yeah. You know, then it's, then it's totally she's in the right, I think. 
Yeah, it's also easy to say, yeah, I'll help you move a couch in a week and a half. And then like when push comes to shove. I, but I, I want screenshots. I want to follow up pup and I want screenshots. <laughs> All right. If you're listening, Kuzma, we need more information. Yeah. D, not enough information to answer. I want to do a, I want to do a good job with this one. My my goddaughter's listening after all. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to I want to make her proud. I want to make her Yeah, I don't I, think I wanna, she's I don't think she is listening. I want her to have respect for her old man is all. <laughs> You're not her old man. I guess that makes me old fashioned, but I think a job well done <laughs> is uh, is a prime example for a young start one. To, and my, to and my young one, yeah, nah, I think that's I think that's pretty damn important. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I do. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. I just want to be a role model is all. <laughs> I know what you want. Yep, I understand what you want. You're not a role think model. It's a little cheesy, but. <laughs> I like I to set an example. Weird. I like I think to set an weird, example yeah. for, my, for my fucking kid. <laughs> she for doesn't know who you are. All right. She doesn't fucking know who you are. Yeah, of course she doesn't. Her mom just listens to your podcast. Rihanna, we turn the other cheek. When they go low, we go high. <laughs> <laughs> She's not <laughs> listening. I don't mind. You can say, you can call me anything you want. You could say I'm an idiot, but you're I like idiot. to set a prime example for my. You, right, I, you're I, you shut the fuck up, you little piece of shit. <laughs> so I can't say what I Shut the fuck up. Okay, you got to stand up for yourself, too. I try not to lose my temper. Can I say whatever I want or can I not? Because you're getting really mad at me. I try not to lose my temper when my kid's listening to the fucking podcast. <laughs> you're losing it extra hard knowing she's listening. <laughs> she's, like, riling you or some shit. <laughs> Jesus. I guess I'm a little on edge because I'm a new dad, okay? <laughs> no, you're not. I guess I'm a little... I'm sorry if I'm a little fucking... A little frazzled right now. That's... yeah. It's to be expected. This is all sprung on me super fucking last minute. <laughs> I don't think you should do this job. I think it's like getting to you in a weird way. I, I resent that you even call it a job. It's a privilege to, <laughs> to raise little Rhiannon. That's cool. Yeah. Um, all right. That's it. Those are our shows. Sorry, those are our questions. That's our show. If you have your own questions or theme songs, send them all down to if I were you show at gmail.com. The opening song was, um, of course, that uh, yellow card parody by Jackson. Yeah, under, with yeah with the underscore. Yeah, this closing one is Tony, who says, "I have zero experience singing, recording, or editing a song, but here it goes." Wow, <laughs> nothing to shout out, but his girlfriend Cassie and his sister Teresa. Okay, I love How it already. About that. How about... Uh, it's a beautiful song that moves us all to tears. <laughs> uh, for more If I Were You, we have video episodes every Thursday on uh, our Patreon, patreon.com slash JA. And as always, we'll be back next week. Happy Jewish New Year, everyone. Happy New Year! Mommy, turn off the podcast. Better call the Game Boy. Can you relate? Do you have some advice? Have you heard of John Wolf? And when I say, Hey, Sergey, dude, can we like go ping pong or something, dude? Can I get? Yes, dude. Yes, dude. My questions answered. Jake and Amir. If I were you, show.com. Let these Jews die in a Starbucks. So dot to you, I need some help. Oh, we're gonna fucking come! It's getting worse. <laughs> that was a headgum podcast.
Hey there, podcast listener. Good news. We're doing another HeadGum Happy Hour in New York City. Whoa, that's amazing news. Amir, why don't you tell the folks when and where it is? Okay, fine. It's Tuesday, May 7th at 7.30 p.m. at the Bell House. Okay, and why don't you tell everybody who the fucking hosts are? Yeah, that would be us. It would be, uh, we're hosting it. It's Jake and Amir. Okay, and how about this, you little piece of shit? Why don't you tell everybody who is going to be performing? Who is this show featuring? All right, I don't appreciate being called that, but it is featuring Charlie Bardet, Natalie Rotter, Leitman of Exploration And why Live. don't you tell them, excuse me, why don't you tell them who else it's featuring? Yeah, Millie Tamara's and Elise Morales of the Go Touch Grass podcast and some surprise guests as well. More, yes. And Mir, why don't you go ahead and close this out now? You say something like, thanks for listening. We'll see you at the yeah. show or something like that. Why don't you go ahead yeah. and do that? Hmm? I will. It's, hmm? it's, Can uh, you do that? So go buy a ticket at headgum.com slash live and we'll see you there. All right. Bye.